It's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Boy, thank you, Jerome. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. We are a little bit back to normal today in that I actually had to, you know, write notes for the show. How are you? Hope you're well. Uh, <laughs> I told you, we've had to get a little creative with what we're doing with the show because, you know, uh, kids stuff and daycare and all that. So uh, for the moment, we're all okay. And so, yeah, you get a normal show. Uh, we're going to talk about some TV stuff. Not a lot. Uh, the World Series is over. We'll talk about ba- uh, about ah, baseball stuff and a little bit of an update to the Cleveland Guardians story. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I heard it the other day and thought, you know what? Let me include this on the show because I talked about the uh, the name change. So we got a little bit there. Uh, we should be hearing from the captain. We have NFL Week 9 in a game that now got a little more interesting, I think, or maybe maybe less. I don't know. We'll have to we'll figure that out when we get there. And then, uh, what are we doing? Did we say we have a song from Double Identity? I don't think we did, but there it is. We do have a song from our dear friends, Double Identity. We were playing that, and uh, I love that song, and I can't wait to spin it for you uh, in just a little bit. And that should be all for uh, for the stuff, right? I was holding in a cough. Did that sound weird? I'm sure it's fine. Um, so, my son... Jeez, <laughs> there it is. My son's first Halloween was a rousing success, I would say. And I mean, he loved it. We all, so I normally do not care for like couples or family costumes or like we have a theme or whatever. Normally don't care about that. But for this year, the kid is uh, five months and we're all exhausted. And so I didn't want to put any other thought into Halloween besides, hey, what do I need to do? So Jill said, hey, I got some scrubs from work. I bought him a little outfit. So we were uh, Dr. Arthur and his assistants. So it was great, and unlike last year, when we had a total of maybe five kids, kids came out. Like, people were out doing stuff, and it was great. It was really windy and kind of cold, so that kind of sucked, but kids came out, and there were only maybe five houses on our block giving out candy, but whenever one of us had somebody, we would always go, oh, go over there, they're giving out candy, go over there, go over there. We'd point each other out, so that was pretty cool. I was kind of bummed out that more people didn't give out candy, but... Ah, what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe people went out. Maybe people don't do holidays or anything like that. I don't know. But, you know, Jill is very excited about Halloween. So I I think I've mentioned this on the show before. Her excitement for the holiday drove mine up a little bit. And now the kiddo. So it was great. He looked adorable in his little doctor outfit. And everybody loved him. And I got to play with a dog also. So my neighbors on the other side, they have a little dog. I don't know what kind of dog it is. I don't know dog breeds. But the dog kept running over because so we opened our front gate, obviously, so kids could come in. And the dog ran out of the house next door and right up to me, like right up to us, like, hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey. And so I spent a good portion of the evening while we were giving out candy, wrangling the dog and chasing the dog back into the house next door. And it was just like, it was fun. Uh, I, I think the uh, the neighbor kind of got a little annoyed that the dog kept running out but I, I was having a great time like I wasn't doing anything else right because Jill had the kid and the candy and I wasn't really doing much else and I was like you know what I'm up moving around I'm outside and so uh it was all good for me so 
that worked out. We almost ran out of candy. I think I told you the first year we moved here, uh, we did run out of candy, and I had to go buy more. And then by the time I came back, everybody was gone. Uh, but we ended up, I think, with three or four pieces of candy left, and I ate them all since then. So they're all gone. Uh, <laughs> what I did, I went to uh, save a lot on Saturday, I guess, and they had. I had two options. I could get the mixed bag of candy, you know, the Snickers or the Hershey's bag with the Mr. Good Bar and whatnot, whatever the hell was in there. Or, and this is what I actually did, I grabbed the single bags of the fun size, like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Twix, Kit Kats, something else. And because they're a dollar each. And I'm like, well, okay. I did the math and it ended up being like 90 pieces of candy. And what Jill will do, she has these little toys, little Halloween toys. So she puts it in a bag with the candy. So you get candy. And a little toy, a sticker or a temporary tattoo or something, I forget. Although I think she's out of them now, so we're going to have to restock for next year. Um, so it's not just one piece of candy from the house. That's what I'm saying. Although I think next year what I'd like to do is go to, I guess I'd have to go to like Sam's Club or Costco or BJ's or something like that and get in bulk full-size candy bars. Because if you go to like the grocery store, if they have the full-size candy bars, you're buying one at a time at, you know, the one at a time buying price, right? Does that make sense? Like, you're not paying, like, I'd pay less money for more candy if I bought them, you know, 25 at a time, right? So I think next year I want to do that because I always wanted, if I was going to give out candy on Halloween, I always wanted to try to give out more than a fun size thing, um, which actually worked out because we had a little fun size candy bar and a little toy. So it wasn't just a little piece of candy. So I think next year I want to try to do full size candy bars. I'd like to do that. I mean, I don't know. And even if, you know, if kids don't come out, then I get to eat a lot of candy. So that works out for me doubly, right? So yeah, so it was cool, man. People played music, somebody on the block, or maybe the next block was playing music, somebody had karaoke. Uh, it was a good time. People were just having fun, like outside, seeing all the kids in their costumes and, you know, chatting with everybody. It was actually really cool. And I, uh, I was happy to be a part of it. So, which sounds weird coming from me, a guy who doesn't care to talk to neighborhood people. Just that's, and that's not a slight against anyone. It's just, that's me. Like I don't, I generally just kind of want to be left alone most of the time. So, you know, being out there in, in that was really cool. So uh, we'll see. Maybe I think um, one year they did a block party. I forget. We didn't go because we'd only been here for like a month at that point. We didn't really know anybody and I don't like to get to know people. So I, uh, <laughs> so I avoided it, but I don't know. Maybe if they do it again in, in the summer, we'll see. And now we got the kid. You know, we can have, bring the kid out, and he'll be one by then, by summer. So, who knows? All right, Pat, you're talking a lot about your kid today. I know. I know. But we had a good time. I mean, you know, they always say holidays are better with kids, and, you know, at least for this one, they're right. They were right, because Halloween this year was really fun. I ordered pizza. I was eating pizza. I was playing with a dog, hanging out with my wife and kid, you know, seeing a bunch of costumes, and it was really cool. So, successful Halloween, I think, all the way around it, which was a little less windy, but you take the bad with the good or take the, uh, not bad. You take the slightly uncomfortable with the good, I guess. Right. So it was fun. If you, uh, do the Halloween thing, I hope you also had fun, uh, doing whatever it is that you did. Uh, let me know. What did you do for Halloween? How did you spend your Halloween? Uh, or if you don't do Halloween stuff, what did you do instead? Right. Is that fair? I want to include everybody here. I don't want to. So if you didn't do Halloween, I'd be like, oh, you're only asking about Halloween. No. What did you do? what did you do last week? Last weekend? You do anything fun? Did you go out and, uh, I don't know, did you go get drunk somewhere? Did you do axe throwing? Hopefully not at the same time. Although, I don't know, I think you can drink at those things, right? I want to go axe throwing, by the way. If anybody 
uh, if there's somewhere nearby where I can go axe throwing, because Jill doesn't want to do it, but if you want to, I would like to go. So let me know. Axe throwing. Yes, that's hard to say. I'm surprised I got it right. Anyway, um, yeah, that was Halloween. That was great. And I'm glad that I spent a lot of time on that, because I'm not going to spend a lot of time on anything else today. <laughs> but I guess that's good for me anyway, in that I won't have to do a lot of work editing this in the morning, right? So Or the afternoon whenever I do it. So there you go. Um, I've been watching some stuff on TV. I finally jumped into the Marvel What If series on Disney Plus, and it's an animated, you know, what if the first one was what if Peggy Carter was the first Avenger, and the other one was what if uh, T'Challa was Star Lord instead. So basically, Peter Quill was not Star Lord, it was T'Challa, and that was really cool. And the other one was the Doctor Strange one was really heavy, and I didn't watch the fourth one yet. Or no, there was a damn, what was the other one? Oh, the Avengers are being taken out by somebody. Frank Pimp, that's the one. The Ant-Man guy thing. I don't know anybody's name. I'm sorry. I know some names. I don't know a lot of names. But anyway, the point is, Marvel's What If, and I know that our friends over at Panels of Pixels have been covering it, and I avoided them because I didn't watch, not on purpose, well, actually on purpose because I haven't watched it yet, but uh, now I am. I'm, I'm almost caught up. So I'm, I think I'm, what are there, seven or eight of them? Uh, so I'm going to jump back into those. And it's been really good. That first one was my favorite so far. So really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, What If on Disney+. Plus. Speaking of Disney+, Plus, nope, have not watched The Mandalorian yet. I know, I know, I know. I'm going to get to it. I got a lot of other stuff on my plate right now, but um, it's on the list. I really want to see it. I've heard a lot of great things. But yeah, What If has been really good. I also watched the first episode of the Legend of the Hidden Temple reboot. You know, I was excited about that because... For the first, over the first uh, month or so of my son's life, uh, he and I watched that whole show together while he slept, and I watched it at the middle of the night and uh, loved it, so I was excited about this one. It's not good. It is not good. Like, I don't like it at all. Like, they took what... So, a big selling point of Legends of the Hidden Temple, besides Olmec, besides, uh, you know, whatever, is that they showed the entire gameplay. Guts did the same thing, which I'm also watching on Paramount+. Plus. They showed... The whole game, they didn't cut away during it to a, you know, a random quip from the host or from the contestants or whatever, like modern game shows do. They showed the entire game, and then off screen you can hear the host, Kirk Fogg in this case, you know, running commentary or, you know, whatever, right? So you got to see the entire game play out in front of you. And I think that's how a game show should be, right? You should be seeing the entire game being played in front of you and not like with a box interrupting with someone talking on the screen or cutting away entirely to, you know, the contestants talking about something else or like talking about, oh, I can't believe, how are we going to get out of this, right? And what led this new Legends of the Hidden Temple show has done is they have taken this modern approach to competition shows wherein they show you the first part of the game or part of the thing. And then they cut away to the contestants like, oh, this was really challenging. How are we going to do this? And then cut back and the game has progressed. Or they cut to the host making some kind of joke or something like that, right? So they cut away from the game, which for me is the selling point of the show. That's kind of the idea. It's a competition. You would like to see the competition. And they keep cutting away from it. I'm like, all right, this is bad. It's like, this is not good. And I just, I don't know who made the call 
And maybe this is a thing that other people enjoy. Maybe the the modern game show, like that's how they do modern shows now. That's how they do game shows now. And that's fine. But that doesn't mean it's a good thing, right? So I understand why they would have done it because, oh, we're, it's a new twist on this old favorite. We still have the things. I'm like, all right, well, you know, like the animation for the stories when Olmec is telling the legends, like that part was pretty cool. Um, Olmec looks terrible, by the way. They redesigned Olmec a little bit. I don't like how it looks at all. And the commercial break during the Temple Run. Okay, so the other thing is they made this show an hour, and the original show was a half hour, and I think that's perfect for a game show because then you're kind of forced time-wise to just show me the game. You know, maybe we'll learn about the contestants collecting pins or playing basketball or something, and then that's it. Like, we're done. We have to kind of get it all under this time crunch. And when you have an hour, you have more space for And I think that's an executive decision that was the wrong one. And I I don't know. I just don't. I didn't like it. I was really excited for it because I love the original show. And I thought, hey, we're going to get like a new twist and the games might be a little different because it's adults and it's going to be, you know, a little more uh, mature. Maybe that's a good thing. But I overall, like the presentation is terrible. Like, I did not like it at all. The only good thing, again, was the the animation during the uh, the telling of the legend. Other than that, everything else about this show was terrible. I did not like it at all. Um, all right, you know what? It will only be fair, if because I, I only watched one. And so it's only fair you watch at least one more. Generally, what's the rule? You watch three episodes of a show to really give it a shot. So I will do that, and I'll come back in a week or so and let you know um, if I want to keep going. But uh, as of right now, it gets big thumbs down from old Pat. And I, yeah, do not like it at all. Um, what I did like, we finally got to something in the DVR, was Kevin Can F himself, uh, starring Andy Murphy. And the trailer that I watched, that I remember seeing, the commercial I remember seeing, was like a funny sitcom. Like, hey, this guy, this wacky guy who's going to, uh, you know, he's a bumbling idiot or whatever. But it's heavy. Like, that's that's part of it. But it's like, that's the facade that this woman puts up. Like, hey, I live this, you know, this crazy life with these neighbors and my husband. And, oh, we have uh, great fun. And then, like, she leaves the room. It's well lit. It looks like a sitcom, right? A well lit living room. Everybody's laughing, having a good time. And she leaves the room and everything is dark and grainy and sad. And you realize that, whoa, this woman is in a bad place mentally and she hates everything about what's going on, but then you go back to the living room or go back to, like, the face that she's putting on, and it's like a cheery, happy sitcom, but then it's like a drama on the other side of it. So uh, we were not ready for that part of it, but we watched the first two episodes, and it's really good, and we're going to keep going. I don't know if it's still on or what. I don't know if the season ended or something, but we watched the first two the other day and really enjoyed it. So we're going to keep that going. If it got canceled, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I just want to keep watching the show. And if it ends when we get to the last one, if it's over, it's over, right? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Because um, I think there are eight of them or nine of them or whatever. So we're going to get to that eventually. Again, it's really hard to watch TV with a newborn. It's really hard. Uh, speaking of, we didn't get to watch Walker yet. Season two has begun. Uh, although I did see that uh, Mickey's leaving the show. His partner is leaving the show. Fairly soon, I guess. I don't know how many episodes they've already shot and finished or whatever. So how long we're going to see her in the show, I don't know. But I did see that. Um, that's disappointing. I'm a big fan of her. I'm a big fan of the show in general. So uh, we are going to check that out when we can. 
I don't know when that's going to be. No spoilers, please. Um, so there you go. That's the TV stuff. That's that's the other stuff. I told you, not a lot going on today, which again is good for me because I won't have to do a lot of work on the back end. So that is great. So we have some sports on the other side here, the World Series. We'll talk about that. We'll talk again about the Cleveland Guardians. little update there. Um, NFL Week 9, and then hopefully we'll hear from the captain, and that will be that for the show. But uh, yeah, so if you don't like sports, right after this is your time to get the hell out of here. I'll remind you again in a minute, or in three minutes, I guess, because we have new music from our dear friends, Double Identity. This song's awesome. I love this band. Uh, You can find them at doubleidentityband.com, and maybe, just maybe, they're going to be on the show sooner than you think. Fingers and toes crossed. We're working on it. That's what I'll tell you. I'm not going to confirm it officially, but I will tell you we're working on it. And I hope that they get on the show very soon because I love this band and I want to talk to them again. So this song, yeah, you can get it where you get your tunes. This is called Red Flags and Roses, our dear friends, Double Identity, here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network.
There you have it, our friends. Double Identity, Red Flags, and Roses here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Bam! Improvise at the end. A little clap in there for good measure. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, doubleidentityband.com. Oh, that's for me. That's only for me. I don't care if you stop listening right after the song because you know I'm going to do that, but uh, that's for me. Yeah, sometimes I do things on this show just for Pat, and that's one of them. Red Flags and Roses, Double Identity. Go get it. Get it from their site. The link will be in the show notes at themeltingpat.com. Um, follow them everywhere. Double Identity, I think, is the thing. Yeah, it's Double Identity all over the places. Again, all that will be in the show notes, uh, so go check that out. Yeah, all right. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe there's a coin in there or something. Doubleidentityband.com. Go, it's all be in the show notes. Go get the song. All right? All right. Jesus. <laughs> So there you go. Thank you, my friends. I cannot wait to have you back on the show, and uh, it's going to be great. Or it's going to be a complete disaster. Either way, I'm going to have fun, and that's really, as far as the show goes, that's kind of all that matters. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. All right, friends, if you do not like sports, this is your cue to get on out of here. I thank you for joining me. Again, all of my stuff's at themeltypat.com. The network is thenextlevelnetwork.com, and uh, do all the stuff over there. All right? All right. Go get the song. Do the stuff. Okay? Great. Love you. All right. For the rest of us, let's do some... What are we doing? Let's do some baseball. The World Series. Ah, it's over. It's all over. Did I talk about how bummed out I was about this World Series matchup, by the way? I think I did, so we're not going to sulk there. No, no, no. We're going to say congratulations. Do the Atlanta Braves. What are we going to do? Be mad about it that my team didn't win again? Of course they didn't. They're mediocre at best. So congratulations to the Braves. I know I mentioned this a few weeks ago, how they lost a, a few players from their lineup in you know May, June, July, and they could have just said, well, all right, pack it in. Let's try again next time. They did not. They went out, made some deals. Uh, let's see. Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall, Jorge Soler, and who was the fourth one they got? Eddie Rosario. So they went out and made some deals, got four players who ended up being, I would say, instrumental in their success. I mean, Jorge Soler won World Series MVP, right? So he did, right? That sounds right. I don't know. just ended yesterday when I'm sitting here doing this, but I already forgot. Anyway, <laughs> so ah, good for them, I say. You know, I thought their bullpen was going to fall apart and let them down, and it did not. It really didn't. So they went on and, uh, and did the thing, and Josh helped me put this in perspective. Because he said, he texted me in all caps yesterday, um, Houston lost, God is good, and or Astros lose, something like that. And I said, ah, oh, man, but it's the Braves. Like, ah. And he said, do you want evil to win? I'm like, oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. I've mentioned, you know, the uh, the cheating stink. It's not going to leave them for a while, at least not for me. You can't really feel bad for them because they got away with it pretty much. Yes, the, oh, Pat, the organization got punished. But yeah, the players didn't. And those are the guys who really benefited from it anyway. The point is, they lost, and a lot of people are happy about that. It is funny, though. Since 2017, when the Astros were cheating to win the World Series, they've been to the World Series two more times and lost both of them. And that, to me, is hilarious. I am bummed out that Dusty Baker didn't get a ring. I'm a fan of him. I was hoping he was going to get a ring. But anyway, uh, the Braves did. And I don't know. I like Freddie Freeman a lot. I'm a fan. So good for him. Good for them. And now uh, there's no more baseball, so 
that part's a bummer. Um, it's good though. It's all we're all. Oh, it's fine, I guess. I have a Phillies poster right here in the studio. I'm looking right at it, and uh, it just reminds me how long it's been since they've been good, and I'm kind of bummed. But anyway, the Braves, they're good. They won. Good for them, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to be a sourpuss here. We played the fanfare, right? All right. So then, now we're no more baseball for six months, or oh man, it might actually be longer because the collective bargaining the collective bargaining agreement expires December the 1st or 31st or something. And if the owners and players union don't get together and agree on a new one, then we're going to have a lockout. And that makes me sadder than watching a division rival win the World Series, to be honest with you. Like, at least if I watch a division rival win, it means I got to watch baseball. But if there's no agreement between the union and the owners, we don't get baseball. And so I'm really disappointed. I'm really, you know, I'm worried about the possibility because from what I've been reading over the last several months is the two sides could not be further apart. So I don't like this. Um, People have likened it to 1994 when there was a strike, when the World Series was canceled, and they said it's, uh, it's almost as bad or maybe worse than that. So that's a bummer. I think we are, I've said it on the show before. I think we are headed for a strike. Um, I don't know. That's bummer. That's a bummer. But uh, for Braves fans out there, if, I, if any of you listen, good for you. I'm happy for you. All right. Enjoy the parade. Stay safe. Okay. There you go. All right. There's a baseball. I know we went a couple different directions there, but yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Right. It's fine. Oh, uh, that's not the baseball. I'm sorry. So I mentioned that the Cleveland Indians are changing their name for next year to the Cleveland Guardians. We talked about how dumb I think that is, whatever. Uh, It turns out there is a roller derby team in Cleveland named the Guardians, and they're suing Major League Baseball over the name, and they said in part in the lawsuit, you can't take a smaller team's name. There can't be two Guardians in Cleveland. And to be blunt, the plaintiff was here first. I heard that story on a podcast a week or so ago. I'm like, I have to write this down. And I love it. I think it's great that... Someone didn't check to make sure that Guardians wasn't taken, like, in your own city. Like, I know it's a different sport, but when somebody says, hey, I want to go see the Guardians, you look up, oh, let's get some tickets, you're not going to find roller derby tickets first, it's going to be baseball. And so now you're taking away potential eyes and money from the roller derby people, and that's not right. So I think it's great. I think that the baseball team should change its name. I think they should go the Washington former Redskins route and just go the Cleveland baseball team for a little while, um, even though Spiders is right there. But anyway, it looks like they're not going to do that. But I think Cleveland baseball team would be fine. And I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be resolved in a kind of a bummer way. And by that, I mean, I think Major League Baseball will settle out of court, pay the roller derby team or league or whoever a bunch of money, which means they'll get new uniforms or something. But um, I really would like to see this have to be changed. Like, I think the baseball team should change their name because of this, because this team was here first, like we're in your city and no one decided to check and make sure that this wasn't already taken by someone else. And I think that's hilarious. The oversight or maybe, you know, intentional or otherwise is hilarious. And I really hope that we end up with Cleveland baseball team for at least next year. And then they figure out what's going on. But I would love to see this Cleveland Guardians roller derby team win this lawsuit, get to keep their name, and make the Cleveland baseball team change theirs. That's what I want to see. 
I doubt that's going to happen. I think baseball will throw some money at it and make it go away. But, you know, I could be wrong. And in this case, I hope I am. So there you go. All right. That is your baseball. I thought it was a funny story. And I really hope that uh, the baseball team changes their name, not only because it's dumb, but also because it was already taken. So there you go with that already. And now let's roll right in. NFL Week 9. And I got to tell you, the slate of games this week is not good. There are too many bad teams. And, you know, because I want to go with my rule of not talking about the same team two weeks in a row if I can help it. And that makes some of these choices really hard. And this game was really interesting. Well, uh, it's still interesting, but it was more interesting five days ago. Not, yeah, uh, six days ago before Derrick Henry got hurt. So we have the Tennessee Titans at the Los Angeles Rams. Titans defense, usually awful. But last week they came out and they were the, pretty much the reason the team won. Well, Henry too. But well, no, Henry didn't have a good game last week because he got hurt. But um, the defense came out last week. So they're going to need a similar showing against the Rams if they're going to have a chance here because there will be no Derrick Henry. He's out for at least a week. He may be out even longer. Uh, I haven't read anything yet. But again, for me, it's Wednesday. So not sure about that one. But I think the Titans did officially sign Adrian Peterson. So, hey, the Ravens have been getting it done with three running backs who were really good six years ago in uh, Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and whoever the third one is. I don't I don't know. Anyway, the point is, washed up running backs can still get it done. That's what I, <laughs> That's what I mean to say. So it's interesting for the Titans. Now they kind of have to lean on Tannehill and whoever the backup is. Well, Adrian Peterson and whoever the backup is. Um, so that's going to be interesting. The Rams are legit. I think they're, they may be the best team in the NFL and well, they're up there. They're at least top three, right? It's Rams, Cardinals, and who would the other one be? Ah, Pat, you should have written this down. You're right. I should have. I should have. I did not because why would I do that? But why would I prepare for the show? I'm not doing that, but, uh, I like what Stafford's doing. Uh, Cooper Cup, all that guy seems to do is catch touchdowns and, you know, torch teams for 100 yards a week. And I like it. They also just traded for Von Miller because their defense really needed to get better, I guess. So I like the addition of Peterson for the Titans. I think it's interesting at the very least. And, you know, if he's still got some mileage in his legs, this could be good. It could also be uh, an unmitigated disaster. In any case, I'm taking the Rams. I think either way, even with Derrick Henry, I would take the Rams because the Titans defense is not great and the Rams are just, they're really good. So uh, like I said, they're one of the top teams in the NFL for me. So give me the Rams for the win. I do think that this will be closer than people think it is, but don't take my predictions to the bank because, well, no, I'm seven and one this year, but like, don't take the points predictions or whatever, but give me the Rams to win at home. All right. All right. Yes, we made it. We did it. We did it. We did all our stuff. We done did all our stuff. So we will turn it over to our good friend, the captain, to uh, hear about what is going on with the fly guys. At least I hope so. So good, sir. The floor is now yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Okay. Guys, the Flyers were skating, slashing, and they were scoring and they had themselves quite the week and looking ahead to another exciting week. So your Flyers are really taking it into gear, guys. 
The Flyers 5-2-1. They are really off to a hot start here. So let's take a look at this past week and looking ahead. So Thursday, they were still north of the border. They were taking on the Canucks as an early season rematch. The Flyers ended up taking that one home, winning it 2-1. Then they followed up on Saturday against the Flames. Ended up losing that game nothing. Not a great game by any means, but the Flyers hung in there. The score really betrays how well the Flyers played in that game. You know, they really pushed through. They just didn't have it that night. And hey, that's okay because the Flames are a really, really good team. So hey, we'll take what we can. The Flyers followed it up. They came back home, ended up beating the Phoenix Coyotes three to nothing, giving Carter Hart this first shutout of the season. So the Flyers looked very sharp that game. They had the first period, they came out shooting and trying to score. It was amazing. Second period, a little bit of a low. Third period, turned it on. So the Flyers really were able to make it happen and get a statement win. Now the Flyers are going to be taking on the Penguins in Pittsburgh on Thursday. The hated Pittsburgh Penguins. But the Penguins are going to be without Crosby and Malkin. Doesn't really matter. Even if they're there, the Flyers are going to bring it to them. First meeting out of four this season of the hated Pennsylvania rivalry. I cannot wait to watch this game, guys, and I know you can't either. And then the Flyers are gonna follow it up the game on Saturday versus the Capitals, and then Wednesday they're gonna take on the Maple Leafs. Both games at home, both teams very, very good this season again. So let's see what the Flyers can do. We're really pushing for them, really hoping the Flyers are gonna be able to get this season even off to a better start. November has historically not been a great month for the Flyers. Let's see what they can do. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And there you have it. Thank you, my friend, the Melting Pad, the Next Level Network. That's in case he's not there. I don't know yet because, again, it's Wednesday. I won't hear from him till tomorrow at the the earliest. So we we shall see. Um, I hope everything worked out. Because I love the Flyers updates. Even though, yes, it's more work for me, they're really fun. So thank you, my friend. And that is all for today. We made it. We did all the things with the stuff. Um, I hope you're doing okay. Hope you're having a good time this week. I hope you voted. I hope you wrote yourself in like I did. If you have a write-in, by the way. All right. So this won't apply again to like May. Or maybe, you know, you know what? Some states vote later, don't they? All right. So if you have not voted yet, if your election day has not happened yet, Write yourself in. If there's a write-in candidate available, uh, write yourself or write me. All right? Uh, do that. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Come on. It'll be fun. No? All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's the show for today. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff. Double Identity Band for the band stuff. Get Red Flags and Roses where you get your tunes. Stream it on Spotify. Do all the stuff over there. And uh, yeah, there you go. 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and of course, corrections. We good? I hope so. I'm making a lot of noise in this chair. Sorry about that. I'm fidgety today. Uh, But there you go. That's our show. We made it. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that is all. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been an 8-Boy in the production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, I get a cold beverage. I need some leverage. A sweaty outside. A lemonade will be nice. Of a fight from the top to a big cake. Got a bar, got a drink, but girls got the
mean no work. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fat and real good sound, chocolate egg cream, yo, on ten cherry crowns, and for a chill vibe, on shoes and my ride. While I was to the right, they got bad business out of me, a high coffee, and fill it up with ice. What a man, it's like it's free. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. He's suddenly from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I'm feeling kind of poison. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yeah, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to. But the brew tastes nice. nice, back to the bar So every deck of reason I collide Need a whole lot of them food drinks They got me a buzz, I must tell you I'm the Kool-Aid kid When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah.